live from the smart contract shithole. <laughs> In the morning, Troy. In the morning, Brian Black. Is that what you wanted to talk about? I have a feeling you wanted to talk about Poly Network. Yes, uh, that's the big news this week. Now, at least it was not a actual, like it was a true hack, but from what I can see, the hacker literally just did it to expose the vulnerability. He didn't, he wasn't actually maliciously trying to steal uh, Ethereum, but it definitely is not a good sign when you're, when all these claims are, it's secure, it's safe, and then literally there's a bug found. I uh, wish there was more details, but obviously they're keeping what the bug was under wraps. But have you have you heard anything else about it? That's that's all I know so far. Yes, it has nothing to do with Ethereum. Yeah, Poly Ethereum, Network is a Poly Network. separate blo- blockchain, mm-hmm. and it apparently happened to Polygon, Ethereum, and the Binance Smart Chain. Um. Yeah, if you have your own wallet, you're fine. It happened at the exchange place of Poly. Poly, what is it? Poly. Uh, I've never used this side chain. It's supposed to provide cross-chain liquidity, so you can swap between different blockchains mm-hmm. versus doing everything with an Ethereum token. Um, it it kind of seems like they got fished because what do you mean? Their their contracts that they use on the different networks that use smart contracts like polygon ethereum binance Mm -hmm. um those are all separate blockchains but they all had multi-signature wallets so it appears that maybe three or four of the seven or however many people were on the multi-signature wallet it appears that that many people the minimum amount was met to perform some type of action mm. to basically exfiltrate everything. Is that star related? I remember you were mentioning before on certain chains that if they own more than 50%, they can pretty much just steer it where they want. Is that no, related to that? It's, okay. Imagine if MetaMask also asked your lawyer, your wife, your parents, all of them, whether or not the transaction could be performed. So that way one person uh, doesn't spend the money. And so they had three out of those people that weren't me to approve it, to okay it. Basically. Gotcha. That's my but, understanding. Because it happened on multiple blockchains. Mm-hmm. It was and, all related uh, through this poly, polyfine, whatever. This Thorchain hack, because Thorchain is a cross-chain liquidity provider. Um, they actually had an exploit. Like a legit bug. It looks like somebody stole a couple million dollars. And they did not return it. <laughs> they told Eight it million. Yeah. One, I think their initial compromise might have been a white hat hacker. They gave back some money. Yeah, the poly one was definitely, he, he gave it all back. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't? No, I think he only gave back a couple million. I read that he gave it essentially all back, but I guess maybe it's maybe it's the opposite. Is the, is the word? <laughs> what is There's essential? so many conflicting stories with this particular story. It's mm-hmm. very bothersome. What if it's all? So thought. I heard that he only gave back a couple. The hacker only gave back a couple million, and then you heard he gave back almost everything. So it's like the inverse of what I heard. 
I heard he gave back a little bit at first, and then he gave back all of it later on. But it was not like uh, he hacked it and then immediately returned it. It was like he hacked it, the story hit, then the hmm. next day, once the story had hit, he returned some of it, and then a couple hours later, he returned the rest of it. But sure, let's go with that. I don't know what's true day, anymore. It's it's you know it's all hearsay. There's <laughs> no there's no like one person you can go to be like, oh, did you get your money back? Oh yeah, I did. I don't I don't know anybody that that's come forward and talked about that or discussed that in any form. I've never even heard of Poly Network. Yeah, before today. And I don't know anybody who's had any exposure to them. It's <laughs> this whole thing with like cryptocurrencies. You don't. I don't know how big it is really. It feels like it could also. It could. It could so easily be like a story that since nobody has it, <laughs> nobody knows it's bullshit story. It's just usually. It's just literally. Well, you can made up look at to, the blockchain. You can see if there's funds locked up. Okay, so they're actually, I guess, that's the advantage, right? Because it's all public. Yeah, it's literally completely transparent. You can see everybody's transactions. And you can see it going out and going back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the advantage then. That's already right there. That when a bullshit story comes out, there's actually a trail without having to expose people's personal information. Yeah, supposedly there were three wallets three different public keys that all the funds were Mm -hmm. yeah they were spread across those three and they could have easily just put it all through tornado if it was all on polygon and ethereum Mm -hmm. but for some reason they didn't do that and then a bunch of it was almost like it was a coordination exercise to see who who would actually try to block uh blacklist these three wallets the three wallets and the whole idea of whitelisting and blacklisting wallets is really, really bad. And it may, be inevi- it may be inevitable that you'll have to like basically go show photo ID and prove you're, you're the owner. Yeah. Proving that you're the owner of this wallet. But now there's KYC. There's you've de-anonymized your wallet. And then that could potentially make it impossible for you to run your funds through Tornado. So that means all of your friends can trace back, look through your wallet, and then see what's in your savings. videos you download online that you paid for. With they your can blockchain. see what's in your savings. They can go and just like ant fuck everything you do. Mm-hmm. Wait, ant fuck? Wait, what does ant, that yeah, mean? Tiny, tiny fucking ant oh, fucking. Oh, okay. Like little ants <laughs> okay, fucking. Yeah. Nitpicking. Gotcha. Okay, that's a terminology I know. Yeah, ant fucking is better. Uh, but yeah, this what's I don't know. I, I feel like this the reason why I was sort of thinking it was might have been a, a fake story was because at the same time this is coming out, there's also the news dropped about how uh, what was it called? There's new legislation that was passed to try and regulate crypto in general by forcing anybody who has any involvement with the process, like with the blockchain, that they have to issue out tax statements to anybody who use their node or use their network, which is utterly bullshit and impossible to do because, like, you know, there's could be potentially thousands going on throughout the day. You're going to send them each uh, a tax form when you have no information on who it is. Uh, but it just sort of shows a clear 
right? Hopefully, uh, clear. Uh, no, they're not understanding what it is. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was okay. like all the net neutrality bullshit 15 years ago, before Ted Stevens flew a plane into a mountain. <laughs> yeah. Don't get any flights anytime soon. Yeah, he but, was. Uh, he was basically like representing AT and T's position. And said the internet is not a big truck. It's not something you just dump something on. And was famous for just being like a 80-year-old boob. Let's see. Ted Stevens Techno. <laughs> yeah. That's not just, I was just hearing it in my head as you're talking Internet about. Techno. Here we go. All right, a little too slow here. Jump 10%. No, uh, 50%. Here we go. Okay, this is a bad. This is the bad techno one. Here's the better one. Series of tubes. I'm just gonna jump. The internet in is not. The internet is not a big truck. The internet is not something that you just dump something on. The internet is not dump something on. Yeah, they just edited out all the stuttering and. Yeah, they improved his speech as it originally was. Yeah, the techno one made him look better, and apparently, that speech was 12 years ago. It really been 12 years. The interesting thing is the whole concept of net neutrality has become inverted since that time period where I think it was probably like a grassroots thing to begin with I'm talking day one. And then as mm -hmm. soon as the second day happened, like day two, uh, political parties jumped on board and then perverted net neutrality to mean that you want legislation to determine what's legal and illegal content on the internet. That's like the politician's version of net neutrality. And that is absolutely not what it's about because yeah. this series of tubes video was to make fun of him for trying to regulate the internet and that it should be completely unregulated. It'd be free. That is, that's where we're at today with cryptocurrency in terms of that particular legislation, or maybe we're even earlier in this whole scenario in terms of the uh, functionaries finding out about it. Maybe we're at like the uh, hacker crackdown era in the 90s where encryption was regulated as a munition. They tried to basically stop you from buying stuff on, sorry, on eBay, even though it didn't exist at the time, because they wanted to make sure strong encryption didn't exist, at least not legally for civilians. It's just... I feel like, because like going back to like the original thing was, as far as I'm trying to regulate Ethereum, I don't, like, is, is the, I understand that the individual user, the individual person has a wallet, they don't have any personal information if you do it right. But what about the people who are like running the nodes? You or can't are, do it right, okay? So that is like not a real person that can do it right and actually hide their tracks. I know, but like, you don't have to enter in my name, my social security number, nor either wallet. I mean, like, for me to try to find you in the sea of wallets, mm -hmm. you couldn't. But if you ever did anything and I knew like when you did it, 
and what yeah, you did it with, and then the combination of things like different assets you've mentioned. Look that you for have. the what particular trend I could narrow down I that did. wallet. But I mean, as far as the people who run that network who keep the network available, do are they open? Like, are, are they also as anonymous as can be? Uh, no, uh, they're they all just exposed. They're just computers on the internet, so okay. you could just look up all of your peers as an Ethereum node. I'm sure there's some distributed hash table or something that contains all the IP addresses of everybody. And then they they could just figure out which ones are in the US and subpoena them for the owners. And then the IRS can go raid them. That's what would happen. Give me your servers. You'll never you'll never decrypt my eight nine eight. My 64-bit encryption key, this wrench, that's another, this wrench decryptor will work just fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, troubling news on the horizon. Hopefully. It's not, though. Think about it. Uh, One year ago, Mm -hmm. there was a 90% downturn. Everybody lost their shirts. Not really. Then there was no bailout. Now there was a half a billion dollar compromise of some side chain that I've never heard of anybody talk about. I've never, it basically it didn't exist until somebody mentioned it a couple of days ago mm-hmm. and I don't know where the money came from. So a suspicious story and, uh, there was no bailout and it didn't affect anybody else. There wasn't even a dip in the market. Yeah, I didn't notice that. I was looking at the uh, the rates of Ethereum. Just like nope, people gave zero fine. fucks. Since there's no um, credit extended to people mm-hmm. in this network, because there's no credit record for a wallet address, and they don't know my name, they don't know my email address, they don't know anything about me. Uh, everything is uh, collateral based. So you can't get overextended and Mm -hmm. that way all the numbers add up. So if somebody gets liquidated, it only affects them and it's fully automated. So there's no disputing whether or not you should be liquidated or asking for favors. It just happens because the smart contract triggers. Well, I'm not concerned about the individual person. I'm just talking about if they go after the people running the network and now the network doesn't work in the U.S. because they've shut down anybody who had anything to do with it or threatened their families or whatever. Oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about it because it's a global network and somebody on the other side of the world, the other side of the world, is always going to trade with you. Mm. And uh, all you got to do is just wait it out. It'll be legal again. Like when I think when Bush was president, some billionaire, some rich person that had influence in the government. I think it was some uh, some broadcaster or something. He died, but that year they had some tax exemption for transferring, uh, basically gifting money to your family. Mm-hmm. Conveniently, it was the year that he died. Hmm. Very convenient. So those things always happen. If there's some restriction on cryptocurrency, if you just wait it out, Then the day that that's available, you just take out your Alchemix loan and buy yourself a Lambo. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess that that is the the whole dream of it is that even if let's say it got shut down completely, just in wait the for US, ten years. So, so long as somebody somewhere has a has a server running that you know has the blockchain on it with your chain on it somewhere, like I don't know what the proper terminology is. As soon as it's back up, you're you have access to everything again. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it can't be controlled by the U.S. government. They can't just seize and freeze your uh, bank accounts and say, "Well, this is now ours." Sorry. All, all you gotta do is wait it out. There may be restrictions. Who knows? I don't have a crystal ball. There could be a communist overthrow of the U.S. government, and uh, you just wait it out. At least you don't have to smuggle gold in your pants <laughs> you sc- to escape yeah. the country. On your calling. <laughs> yeah, your jail wallet. <laughs> your jail wallet. Uh, which picker? <laughs> I'm literally shitting bricks. <laughs> I'm shitting gold. <laughs> Uh, oh man, okay. Could you imagine how loud that would be on one of those like metal prison toilets? <laughs> Dunk. <laughs> Ping. <laughs> what? Everything okay in there? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. I'm shitting bricks. Just shitting bricks another day. Another day at the bricklaying company. <sighs> So what is this audit? The audit YouTube? Ah, so this is my new favorite YouTube I've been watching. Basically, what this guy does on YouTube is he finds where people send him, rather, it's footage from their phones or body cam footage from police officers. And it's always interaction between somebody and a police officer. And he goes through it and pauses and talks about the law behind what's going on um and like basically like audits the entire interaction between the officer and whoever is being detained or wrongfully arrested or wrongfully detained whatever it is usually it's it's obviously it's the uh the interesting ones are when the officer doesn't know what he's doing he's just no turn around hands behind your back what am i being arrested for turn around and just tackles the guy and then it's like okay that was unlawful arrestment then he talks about the after story like what happens afterwards in the law call case it's been very informative because he actually goes through like here is the clause that he's referring to or here's the clause he should be he should know but doesn't know kind of thing it's been very interesting yeah that is interesting um and obviously the I'm feeling bad now. I should have lose it beforehand. But the fourth and the fifth amendment comes out a lot because a lot of the times, um, you know, whoever's being detained or arrested, they start talking lots and they don't realize like, oh, well, you just said yeah. okay to let him search you when you don't. He doesn't have to search you. You don't have to say okay to that. You can say, you know, it's. You should be explicit. Yeah, or don't say anything at all. To say I'm refusing or I'm not uh, saying anything is, is definitely the best. Yeah, that's usually what, if you have a lawyer, whatever happens to you, just don't say anything at all. Just say, what is that? Not plead the fifth. That's not incriminating yourself. Or is that or is that what I want to do? The fifth is self-incrimination. The fourth yeah. is unreasonable search and seizure. Yeah, so basically you say, you say claim the fifth if you're like, oh shit, I don't know what's going on. This officer's been crazy. And if he starts to search you, with after you say you know the fifth and you say i'm you know this is this is, uh fourth man rights this is an unlawful uh search and seizure of my of my person so it's many also- of those videos are infuriating though so i avoid them 
what part of it makes you infuriated? Well, the interactions with the police a lot of times, a lot of those videos can be infuriating. And then a lot of the, uh, there's a similar idea where they do the play-by-play analysis mm-hmm. for like self-protection videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know about those, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's I a will, bunch of... It, it does mix, he tries to mix it up from time to time because sometimes you have an uh, officer actually does know what he's doing. And like he, he always gives them a rating at the end. He gives a, he gives a rating to the person being questioned, and he gives a rating to the officer. And sometimes the officer actually does like come over and he's like, "Yep, I'm not detaining you. I'm just asking questions. You don't want to talk to me, okay?" And just walks away like that. What more can he do, kind of thing? Um, so you give him like an A or a B or like, to, and he'll talk about why he's giving that rating. Um, I didn't know. It, de- it depends on what state you're in. It depends on you know what the class is. But you don't you don't actually have to give them your name or anything to the officer. I knew you had to have your ID on you, but I didn't realize that if you're not being detained, you don't have to tell them anything about yourself. Some states you have to tell them your first name. You have to give them a name, and you better be telling the truth because then if they find out you're lying, then you're in trouble more than just telling them your first name. But you don't have them tell them like anything more than just the first name basis. Very interesting because it's. Footage from you know across the United States, so different states get involved in what what their laws are. I will say some of them though will be uh, you'll probably find them infuriating because sometimes the, the cop is just crazy or or the person is uh, getting really you know obviously it's very emotional all this is going on but yeah. they get super emotional and start making it worse when like not to say the cops in the clear too but like bro you could have just said. Uh, you don't need to be here. I'm, you know, you're you're unlawfully trespassing, and leave it at that. And now you've got it on tape. Them saying that. So if whatever they find or whatever happens past that point, you're fine. But if they start, if you start chasing the cops and swearing at them, and you know profanities, you're going to make the cop get agitated. And if they claim that they felt threatened, well, it doesn't matter if they're wrong. You don't want to take a, you don't want to be tased. <laughs> yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like it's it's. Um, it's the cop's job to, what is it, de-escalate the situation. But at the same time, if you're not helping it, you're not going to help yourself, basically. <laughs> that is way too rational. I know. That's what I'm saying, though. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's understandable, but then that's why I like watching this to be like, hopefully, if I ever run in a situation like this, I can like think like, oh, I saw all these videos on it. Hopefully, I just got to remember not to get thrown in the mix of that. It makes any sense. Like, take a breather. Even if they got, if 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 you're being like thrashed around by the officer, there's nothing you can do about that. Obviously, if you're emotionally trying to get away from that, but if this, if things are calm, not to get too crazy on them. That's, I always think back that's to your rational uh, try. <laughs> well, I think back to your story when you were in Riverside. That was oh, yeah, Riverside. You were perfectly rational. Of course, you know what is it? I didn't say anything. Yeah, that's that's exactly what you should do. You didn't go you didn't go past anywhere that way. And the guy was freaking definitely trying to escalate the situation. <laughs> Sir, do you have any grenades in your car? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? how are you supposed to answer that? And you answered perfectly. You said, I'm, I'm not gonna answer more questions. I said I don't answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well that's that's exactly what you should say. You just from then on. It's it's too bad uh what is it, dash cans weren't more of a thing. That you would have had dash cam footage of you yeah. giving him your license and your registration, and then later on when that ticket came back being bullshit, you could have fought it. But you know that was forever ago. It's, it's too stressful. I'm <laughs> I'm getting stressed out just reimagining it. 
I'm just saying that even Do in I that have any situation, in my car? <laughs> even in that situation, me? you had enough cool head to just say, I'm not going to answer more questions. And that's all you got to do. You don't have to uh, go beyond that. If you can just keep that, then you're good to go. But uh, it has been interesting learning different stuff about the law. Like, there is that is your new profession? My new profession? Yeah, you're gonna become like a, a lawyer. No, I'm not gonna become a lawyer. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, way too much oh, to wait know. Wait a minute. I've got these fucking alerts going off in the background. It's gonna be in the recording. Wait, has that been you or has that been me? No, I thought it was me. It was <laughs> me. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't even hear them anymore because I I just have these. Uh, different financial discord chats that i'm in oh discord okay i because i it sounded like discord tone but i just assumed it was me because i have discord <laughs> open so right. i didn't think anything to say okay we'll see if it happens again i just okay. realized that that <laughs> That's been it's in the, the same time. browser and i have this browser piped into the recording and into your mumble Dude, that was you right just that now. was me whoops <laughs> yeah, there's uh, another one i had like five different browser windows open but yeah, that's the uh, the audit the audit YouTube video. I, I'm oh. pretty sure the guy who runs it must be a lawyer. He always he he opens every YouTube video with the, with the disclosure that this is not legal advice. This is not to be used for anything beyond just entertainment purposes or possibly education. Um, that it seems like it's it's so he knows every he's he's doing all this good research. So I'm like I'd be really surprised if he was just like Joe Schmo that just happened to really love reading the law. And knew it, knew it well enough, kind of thing, to sort of know where to look. So tell me about Amazon shipping. Oh, no, it's related to my um, this little RAID device I have on my desktop. It's just an external Thunderbolt. Is that like raiding your uh, hard drives? Yep, not like the the pest repellent. Not not that kind of RAID. It's a redundant array of independent disks. Sorry for being. This is this is not related at all, but just the key words when you said raid and pests. I see my significant other outside trying to kill ants at night with raid, and she doesn't know I can see her. That's pretty funny. So I've been doing the John C. Dvorak method, where he said kill them with fire, oh, no, and they leave uh, a trail. And he's right. They legitimately leave a trail. So if you... Uh, basically, when they come into the neighborhood, there's a murder. Actually, it's more like a mass fire. And they leave a scent or something on the ground. And other ants walk up. They like taste it or smell it or whatever they do. And mm-hmm. they run the other direction. Then they wiggle their little antennas and alert the others. And then they, they spread it through this peer-to-peer communication that I've just, mm-hmm. I've been watching ants. Like you, clearly I have too much time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's all because I was waiting for my fucking, uh, ant traps to arrive from Amazon. And, uh, yeah, it's not really fun burning ants, but my point is that once you do that, it might take a couple of tries. They, it'll cut off that one pathway. They mm-hmm. won't go back there. They'll find another way around it. Yeah, what I've been doing is just, I find a scout and then I kill it immediately. And that's been my method because I figure if the scout went out and doesn't come back, the rest of the hive is going to be like, maybe don't go that way. 
Don't go in that place. I'm using their own communication system against them. You're living you're letting one live to tell the others? Yes. Exactly. No one was left alive. Well then who told the story? Got me there. But yes. So tell me what <laughs> so, the, totally- so I had a drive die and I had to order some stuff on Amazon mm-hmm. and uh I paid extra to get the drive here fast, but it wasn't supposed to be here till like tomorrow. And some guy came to the door. Normally they just like drop it in a box mm-hmm. and, uh, he like wanted to know who I was. What? Yeah. So I answered him and then he gave me the Amazon package. So I guess because I paid for it, it was like signatureless signature delivery. He had to confirm it was a person and that you're the right yeah, person. Yeah, I don't think they let you touch their stuff anymore. You just have to give them a name, and then they write it in for you. Um, uh, was this a really expensive item? I wonder if it because it's over a certain dollar uh, amount. Three hundred, four hundred bucks. It was a twelve terabyte drive. I just had I to rebuild it, my array because one of the drives, like, it will not communicate over the SATA bus at all anymore. Does it even spin? It spins. And okay. it seems like a normal, healthy drive, and it's mm-hmm. one of these like hermetically sealed helium drives, and it's like a solid block of aluminum or something. It's real heavy, and very, very thick, and um, it's toast. Dropped out of the array, so I had to get a new one. That's when I got the. Ant stuff and the drive and the guy, the weird guy, started talking. You got to me. all in the same package? Uh, not exactly. Separate packages. Oh, okay. I think like he's like looking at like I've got raid ant killer and a 512 drive. Does this guy not know what a raid really is? <laughs> is he idiot? He thought he had to order raid alongside the hard drive. Yeah, you have to spray the hard drive <laughs> and it becomes a raid drive. Right. You don't want any bugs. That's an odd coincidence. I actually hadn't <laughs> thought about that. <laughs> uh, do you know the, the origin of why it's called a bug? Yes. So, okay. Random the, story. In case anybody doesn't know. Tubes. Yeah, they they were early early development of the computer. They couldn't figure out why it was not working until they opened it up, and there was literally bugs that was overheating the computer to make it not work. And so, like, oh look, there's a bug in here, and then that coined the phrase. Whenever there's a problem with your code, there was a bug in there somewhere. A mistake. So I have physical bugs, just like you're describing. Mm-hmm. But then I have hardware problems, and they're separate for now. Eventually, they will merge and become one, and I'll have the ants <laughs> in the hard drives. Crypto ants. But dealing with these hardware problems, like having to put any thought into this mm-hmm. makes me hate it. And it really makes me want to just use more and more web services. Yeah, because you just it's their problem then. You don't have to manage your yeah. own hard drive. So I have to figure out how to use these decentralized services because I think I'm just going to eat it and pay extra versus using AWS or something. Mm-hmm. Where I realize I can get it for cheaper. But at least on um, some decentralized storage service, as long as I can automate the payment, then I can have a fully automated. Oh, forget about it. Uh, I can automate the paying of the storage or paying for the storage, and interest. Interest alone could pay for the storage. 
the interest from your crypto loans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't cryptocurrency is the only way you can actually get interest nowadays. Yeah, well, everything else is less than a percent interest. Yeah, I'm getting eight point nine percent today. Oof. Wait, no, eight point nine. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get less than that's a conservative interest rate too. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh OUSD, the origin dollar. Uh that's getting nineteen point nine percent interest today. Nineteen point nine. Those are some good numbers. You could put dollars into Alchemix. A hundred percent of your dollars earn eight point nine percent interest. Then you can bar you can get the fifty percent loan. So you'd have another 15, uh, 50% of your money, so 150% in total assets. That 50% could earn that 19.9%. You'd be double dipping on your dollar-based interest. And then Origin Dollar actually lets you use uh, insurance, smart contract insurance from Cover Protocol or Nexus Mutual. Which is an interesting concept. Smart contract insurance. Just in case your smart contract never pays out? Um, How does that work? If there was a compromise of the origin dollar and there was some issue with your OUSD, like you lost 50% of your money or something, Uh then in theory, Nexus Mutual would cover you. Okay. So it's only if you're lost, though. So you won't. So if it just if if the value of it plummets, then you're okay. Well, this is a stable coin. Not to say that it couldn't plummet, but it's a stable coin. It's pegged to the dollar. There's no fluctuation in valuation. It's just one dollar equals one dollar. Mm-hmm. Pegged to the dollar. And right now, while the market's up, it's actually the perfect time to be doing that with the high interest because. When the market dumps, you'll have more dollars to buy with. You buy more Ethereum. Get it all on sale. Yes, I'm regretting not getting more Ethereum when it was low. You always will. Just wait. Earn (laughs) interest and wait. And then buy as it starts to go to 40%, 50% down, 60% down. Mm-hmm. I don't know well, if we'll ever do 90 again. I've been looking at just like the, the weekly and the monthly trends. I hate when people are like, oh my God, there's a huge increase. And I look at it, it's like, well, yeah, after it dumped a whole bunch, like it's, <laughs> it's not really going up high yet. Um, but uh, your story about your dying drive just reminded me, my AC died in California in the middle of August. So... I'm living with fans. Only How long has fans. it been down? This is day two. So while we had it on on Monday, we had a shutter, like a like like a big. I don't even know how to describe that. It wasn't a bang, but like a gah, 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 gah. and then it sounded like it was coming from the AC unit. But now I realize it's because it was just echoing through the pipe. Um. Didn't know what it was, but just know it's like, oh, it's funny. Like the AC is like not really that much cold anymore. Not cold air coming. It's just sort of like blowing air around. Um, so turned it off. Went up in the attic because we just recently done some work on it um, for anticipation of summer to like 
make sure everything was up up to par and it was looking good. To look to look at all the work we've done, like nah, everything looks good. Everything's still patched. It wasn't like something exploded in the piping. Didn't really think about it. And the next day, went to the garage, which most AC units are outside of the house, but my place is special, and the AC unit is inside of the garage, and then has vents to the outside world. That's where. And there's, there's a big like flood of oil, and I don't know why there's oil, but huh. it's like a black substance that feels like oil coming out of the AC unit, and I'm like, oh, that does that doesn't look good at all. Uh, talk to my uh, local handyman, and they were like, yeah, you need your AC, it's done. <laughs> I don't know how old the AC unit was, but it's probably... They always say you need a new one. Yes, but I, I trust the source of this person. Okay. I, they're the ones that actually have to you live in this house after I do, so I trust them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for the next couple of days, at least until Friday, which is tomorrow, I don't know what's going on tomorrow, but they're probably going to send somebody over to take a look and to see what they're going to go on. They wanted me to look around the neighborhood to see if other places have their AC units outside or inside because of the area I'm in. Is, it is very nice. But then the downside is if you want to do something that's not okayed, then good luck. It's goodbye. Yeah, you need permission to do everything. Exactly. <laughs> On which your own what, property. Which what makes it, it's what makes it nice, though, at the same time. If you have a good community, which I think we do, even though yes, you have asked pretty please and master please. Um, but... It's if if we find other places that have it also outside, then okay, maybe it was just our house for whatever reason they didn't want it to be. Uh, what's it called? They didn't want it outside to disturb the view. Because what what's nice about my backyard is that it's it's right next to like the pathway that goes down to the pool. What's not nice about my backyard is if I do anything back there, and they don't like it, then I gotta remove it. Yeah, because, you know, in full view of everybody that walks by. Um, I'm hoping that we can have it outside because that's just what a normal AC unit will be. It'll have to be a special setup if we have to do it inside the garage again, which I'm pretty sure my original unit was like jury rigged to work like that. That must have been the only solution that worked at the time. But yeah, I'm 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 uh, sweating it out here in the boonies of the ocean. <laughs> it's possible that nobody else had an AC unit. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like 30. That might old. have been the way it was. 30 so years. everybody had their windows open, and the noise was too annoying. Oh, yeah, to be outside because it, it makes a lot of noise. Yeah, the it's newer possible. ones are a lot quieter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my that's my sweating it story. Hopefully tomorrow I can report back with better news. But for now, it's I'm keeping windows open. I have the fans on, and I'm just gonna have to just survive. What is nice is we're really close to a pool, so if it got too much, I could always go down there. But uh, then the animals can't do anything about that, though. I don't think they would. I don't think a cat would want to go for a swim. Okay, that'd be a weird cat. I've seen I've seen stories where they're like, "Oh, how to give your cat a bath?" You know, you just calmly put it in the water, and of course, the cat's like not having it. The cat already sees what's going to happen, and is like, "No, no, no, no! Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it!" And just like. Just attacks you like crazy, bites off your face. All right, uh, here's the link to the origin dollars. You can look that up later. Ooh, Other than that, it's a good spot to end. Where can we support this lovely podcast? 
bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions bringyourwallet.com slash donate to support the show and share the show and what's your website Troy? you can find me at yort.org y-o-r-t dot o-r-g or watch my twitch channel either way at twitch.tv slash troy c-n-n-n see you next week good night <laughs>